0: Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of 100 Books a Year. Today, finally, I'm very excited about this. We're finally starting this book called The New Science of Narcissism. Um, So it is being written by a psychologist. Um, He actually spent his uh, pretty much his adult life uh, trying to study narcissistic people and what is their characteristics. And I think... It's a really interesting idea and it's a really interesting way that we can think about this not as a you know a bad thing all the time but there's actually some good things that you can use to harness the power of narcissism like we all have a little bit of it but I think it's not to have too much right so today I just want to um, get started with this entire series and then we're probably going to spend a three four days on this and then we move on. Okay, so who is a narcissist, right? So it is people who have excessive interest in admiration of themselves, right? So meaning people that like themselves too much. Now, most people think that it is a black and white issue, right? You're either a narcissistic person I'm gonna butcher these words, right? You're either a narcissistic person or you're not a narcissistic person, right? But it's actually more complex and it's actually a little bit more nuanced than this. So the narcissism can be seen as a you know, quote unquote problem or as an idea, whenever you're like, Okay, this is this a per a basic personality trait or this is a personality disorder? So with a with it being a basic personality trait, it's actually bearable, right? It's actually okay. But what you don't want is for it to be like a personality disorder, right? So here's what we mean. Most people, they actually dabble between the two. they might have a little bit of a narcissistic tendencies in some issues. There might not be uh, that much narcissistic on other issues. Right? So for example, most people are, you know, genuine and kind. But when you meet someone who is narcissistic, who or, or have that tendency, um, then it's a bag. You are really not sure whether it's good or bad. You're really not sure uh, how much of it is good, or how much of it is bearable within a certain context. So it's okay to have a little bit, even a certain issue, but it's really horrific, Horrible when you have it as a disorder, as somebody that, that just cannot control himself, right? So, in a sense, how do we define narcissism, right? So, at the core, narcissism comes into three parts, right? We have self-importance, we have antagonism, right? The person trying to just like fight you all the time, and then the sense of entitlement. Now, narcissistic people believe that they are more important than other, and they deserve to be that way. Right, So I am just better than you because I am, that kind of a situation. Now, we've seen the grand, grand I seem to think, if you're going to go like a little bit further on the scale of narcissism, it's actually, we have the grandiose narcissistic and we have the uh, vulnerable. Right? So let's start with the grandiose narcissistic, right? Like, what do we mean? So... uh So the grandiose one is a very flamboyant, very, very uh, hyper, very, very, like they don't hide it, right? So those people can be seen as ambitious, driven, charming individuals, or have high self-esteems, or really feels good about themselves, right? And most often, that's the case that we're looking at right now. And people that are are usually surprised by their boldness, later on repelled by the self-centeredness and lack of empathy, right? So those people are the people that really attracts people. They, those people are really like, you know, like they they demand attention and you would think about it as a cool, as pretty cool in the first place. But after that, you just, I, I don't want to hang out with him because he's self-centered and his lack of empathy, right? The primary example is Trump, <laughs> right? So like... Trump is a primary example for this grandiose, narcissistic, you know, behavior trait. Is that he, like, you know, attracts a lot of women, right? Like people think that he's cool, right? Like Billy Bush, right? Like you know, like ruling his career because of that, right? Was the uh, sexist comment by Trump? So this whole entire thing of grandiose, narcissistic trait might be. Uh, attractive to people in the beginning but after that it's kind of like why do I even go out with you (laughs) that kind of a situation right now secondly we have the vulnerable narcissistic people so those people are actually totally different from the previous kind they're typically introverted they're typically depressed they're typically easily hurt by criticism right so are, those are the people that report having low self-esteem. Those those people are not high-flying or not flamboyant at all. And they still feel like they deserve a special treatment even though they're depressed. So those are the sad, narcissistic people, right? So, but those are harder to find because they're typically not going to reveal to you right away. So the third kind is actually the combination of the two, right? They are... They might have some extroverted or, uh, ambitious qualities of the guenios, uh narcissistic person, and in the meantime, they might have some defensive quality of vulnerable uh, narcissism, right? So those people that were thinking maybe like Nixon, right? Maybe like, uh Connie and West, right? Like Nixon was a great diplomat, right? Like you know uh, the uh, he started the whole Chinese and U.S. relationships, but. He was very defensive towards the very end of his Watergate scandal, right? Same thing with Kanye West, you know, a hip-hop genius, but now uh, people just look at him, he's like, you know, like, laughing, him out, him out, uh, laughing him out as a joke for his uh, political reasons, right? So if you compare those two, right, grandiose narcissistic person or vulnerable narcissistic person, the psychologists or psychiatrist uh, people did not have really a separation between the two concepts. Before, it was just one label, you know, put on your, like a big giant sticker saying, hey, you must have, <phone rings> sorry guys, you must have the narcissistic uh, tendencies. So in a sense that, there were not that much separation between grandiose and vulnerable, right? So they, they usually just see, see the vulnerable narcissistic people because the grandiose people are able to hide it. So while well. people think that, oh yeah, what a master at making friends, what a master uh, at socialization. They don't really connect the dots that way. So for the longest time, the grandiose narcissistic person seems to be fine be sociable, likely to get along, again, along well with other people, well, in the meantime, the vulnerable narcissistic people are harder to discover, right? All right, guys. So today, I just want to do an introduction on the definition, and then tomorrow, we're going to dive in a little deeper on this whole narcissistic topics, all right?